This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, 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 great ones. Welcome to today. Y'all, I am feeling a little heavy, but yet inspired as there is a topic on my heart. Two words. Emotional security. Emotional security. Emotional security. Before I even go forward, I want you to pause for a minute and think about what does this word, this concept bring up for you? What image comes to mind when you hear the words emotional security? What images and vision comes to heart when I say emotional security and Have you even ever experienced what this could possibly be? (sighs) This is heavy on my heart because I believe for the majority of people, we don't even know what this means, what this looks like, how it feels, nor how to get it should it be lacking from our relationships. Relationships. The ability to react, engage, to connect to another being, to be in relation with someone, (laughs) to relate. There really is an academic, epidemic, sorry, where our relationships are hurting all. Our families are are hurting. And thus our communities are starving. Especially now with the technological boom where we don't even have to relate anymore to another being because we can do it via a screen. There literally is research out there that shows that there's more and more ways that we as human beings are stunting our own cognitive, mental, emotional growth. We literally can grow to be in adult bodies and have immature brains and have underdevelopment such that we don't have the tools to even know how to connect to another living being. Or a person, anyway. This is significant. 
this is significant because if this is literally kind of the the current state of a significant portion of people on the planet, then that means that when we enter into relationship with another person, that we're going to have to be ready to encounter difficulty because we already are under-equipped with the tools that are needed to allow that relationship to evolve, grow, and thrive. Another way of looking at this is conflict is inevitable in relationship. Love is no longer enough. Love is great. Love is what's going to draw you together. Love is going to is going to motivate you to invest your time, your your energy into committing, quote unquote, right, to another person. But in order to really experience relationship satisfaction, we have got to improve our individual relationship with our emotional worlds first. Why? Because when we get in relationship with another person, they literally are our cosmic mirror into all the places within ourselves that require attention and healing. But this is the thing, that healing usually more often than not, is going to take place within your shadow side. And facing the shadow side means facing emotional pain. And if we do not have, as most don't, the tools to cope and ride through that intense emotional wave because we actually have an understanding of our emotional world, then we will run from it and avoid it and deflect it and project it. In other words, as I like to say, it comes out sideways. And we will remain in shallow places, first in relationship with ourself, and then consequently in relationship with others. And relationships, we, we draw in relationships to heal and to grow. So you see how easy it is now to get stuck. But we get stuck in a chain of pain. And the chain of pain will continue until it's healed. In order to heal it, we have to be willing to confront it and feel it and let it move to release it, to clear it. But you do not clear without directly facing it or having tools and practices to move it. Energy doesn't die. So therefore... Feelings buried alive never die. This is so significant that I am creating the intention right now to dedicate my next series of episodes to exploring even further our individual relationship with our shadow 
because the first step is having new information and a new understanding of how your own internal emotional world even works, right? Quick story before I end. Y'all, I did not learn how to swim for years, years. It took decades, which is really ironic because I absolutely love the water. So can you imagine right? This, they call it intrinsic conflict, right? This internal conflict that I was having with having this absolute love for the water, but I could only ever go but so far because at the same token, I had this big fear of it. I didn't understand how it worked. So I was afraid it was going to overwhelm me, right? And, and kill me y'all, right? That I would drown. So I'd only, you know, kind of stick my toes in and eventually got to the part where maybe I could sit and I could lie in it. But I literally in my head could dream of wanting to just be embraced by the water. So finally, um, literally when I had finally had a child and I was like, nope, my child's going to learn to swim. And this way we're going to do it together. So I'm, I'm an adult taking swim classes with my young child. And... I was amazed the first day, my very first lesson, I remember with an instructor named Bonnie was absolutely amazing. And she literally said the first thing that she needed to understand is that you breathe differently in the water. You know, it was like, if you breathe the same way you breathe on land in the water, she's like, you will die. So don't do that. Right. So the very first skill that we learned is that you breathe differently as in you don't breathe underwater. Right. You only have to breathe when you are above the water. But when you are literally in the terrain of the water, you do not breathe. Not in any way. Right. Why did this just open up a whole new realm of understanding for me? It was like, oh, I don't have to be afraid. I just need to learn how to move and navigate differently within this world because it has its own rules right? It has its own, own rhythms, its own flow. And when I can learn to operate in that way through practice, I'll be good. I share that because if you've listened to other podcasts, you know, I also look at water to be a very strong representation of emotions. So there are so many of us that don't understand how to breathe and move with our own emotional world. And so therefore we come to fear it just like I feared, right? The water. But once you have knowledge of it, you will learn that there are patterns and that there can be ground rules too that will help you to learn how to move with the emotional wave. So that you won't drown. I am again making it my intention to share some of these guidelines with you because they're necessary in order for you to truly thrive here on this earth plane. Stay tuned. Until next time, be light.